Need inspiration, education, and knowledge in the real estate business? If you answered yes to any of these, then you're in the right place. We believe in bringing like-minded women in real estate together to openly share their insight and expertise under one roof. Stay tuned as we welcome our host, Jessica Sadu and her real estate crew to the Real Estate Ladies Show. Let's turn the volume up. Let's see. Let's make sure we got some volume going. Okay. There you are. I can hear you now. Oh, beautiful. How well, are you? Thank you. I am great. How are you? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I was so excited. I couldn't wait. I said, oh my gosh, this is like so awesome. I can wait to get you on here. And it's just like, it's just a blessing in disguise that you and I connected like we did. And I just know yeah, it's going it to encourage great. so many people. Yes. Wow. So how's your day been going so far? Uh, good. One of my agents, uh, I'm working from home today. I typically try to do that on Friday when I have the ability to do so. And one of my agents, who happens to be my daughter, yes. um, she's in. She's been in the real estate um, industry for 10 years as a licensed property manager, and she's transitioned from property management into real estate. And um, so she's in training and she's got her first buyer and potential listing. So she's like, oh my gosh, mom, you've got to help me. So, you know, we were working on the comparable market analysis, all the, you know, paperwork that goes with the transactions. And I said, you got to be out of here soon. So we got it all wrapped up just in time. Oh, beautiful. Well, hats off to you and just being that partner for her. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I totally know how it is when you're just starting out. You know, you know, I've just had so many conversations with quite a few realtors and, you know, that can be kind of scary at first when you're just getting into it. You know, you want to make sure you don't miss anything, you know? Yeah, yeah. When you get your real estate license, like when I got mine 20 years ago, you know, taking the test and passing, you're like, wow, this is awesome. <laughs> and then when you start getting into the real world, the biggest thing that hit me is, wow, I know enough to get locked up. <laughs> <laughs> because you know the book stuff, you don't know the real life stuff. And you're like, I I'm dangerous. I know enough to get locked up. <laughs> That's what pays to be with a good broker who will hold your hand. Yes. Well, amen to that. Amen to that. Let's, on that note, let's just dive right in. Um, you and I had previously just talked about just your career and just that journey from, you know, where you were before um, real estate and going into real estate. If you could just take this time right now to just kindly introduce yourself and let everyone know who you are and, and what you help people do. Okay. Um, my name is Cynthia Williams and I'm the owner of Lifestyle Real Estate in Charleston, South Carolina. I have been in the real estate industry for 20 years and I actually started my own company uh, over three years ago. So everything's going great. We've been able to achieve a realtor of distinction designation for um, our local area the past two years, which is a really big deal in Charleston. So um, I average around 20 agents. Uh, my focus is not about headcount, it's about quality of agents. So they come and go, but we usually average around 20 agents. 
Uh, I'm a small boutique firm and I'm located right down on Meeting Street in the heart of downtown Charleston and I get to see the beautiful horse carriages go by every day so I love that. Oh, that's so awesome. And you know, I love the horse carriages. Like that has been like a big thing for me. I don't know, since like childhood, I've always said, I wonder what it would be like to be on one. And so I finally had an opportunity. It's a beautiful thing. So that's wonderful. Pretty. Wow. Wow. And your background, it's like so extensive. It's so extensive. Can you just paint a picture for us of what it was like just coming into, into real estate? Sure. Um, so... Real estate is my second career. You know, I started real estate when I hate to say my age, but I actually was 39 when I started real estate. So I'm 58 now. So well, I was a little bit, a little bit younger than that. So I'm 58. I've been in real estate. I'm in pretty much my 20th year. Um, I have been in corporate America for like 14 years, and you know, I you know got married, went to college, did all the things that most people do, and thought corporate America was the place for me. And it was just so brutal that I just found myself sitting there one day thinking, what am I doing? I mean, this yeah. is not what I do with my life. I'm not happy. I'm helping like, you know, companies make money. And, you know, it was just, it was just rough. And um, so I went to the, um, you know, director of human resources and I said, you know, I, I, well, I actually went to my husband. And um, I said, I don't like this, and I think I want to quit. And he's like, oh, wow, why? So I think I mentioned that we went to church. You know, I'm a Christian, and we went to church, and there was a financial planner at church that Sunday, and he gave a sermon on how to live off one income, which is why I was specifically wanting to go to that sermon for my husband to hear it. And then after um, it was over, I kind of tagged near the end so I could be the last person to ask a question because I, I, I'm a question asker, so it usually takes me a little bit of time. So I went up to the preacher and I said, um, you know, I work in corporate America. I said, I make twice as much money as my husband. It's not a Christian environment. I'm not happy. You know, what should I do? Because I make twice as much money than my husband and I'm scared that we can't live off, you know, one income, which would be his income. Yeah. And he, he, he grabbed my hand and I'll never forget it. He looked into my face and he said, do you believe in God? And I said, yes, I do. He said, step out on faith. God will take care of you. And even just saying it right now, I have cold chills run through my body because I just remember thinking, wow. So as we were walking to the car, I looked at my husband and I said, oh my God, I've got to quit my job. And you know, my husband being a typical man said, that's not what I heard. That's not what I heard. So you know, we, we laughed about it and I said, no, really, it is what I heard. I said, you know, if I love God and trust God, then I've got to step out on faith because if I don't step out on faith, then I'm saying I don't trust God to take care of me and I can't live with myself. So we kind of made a deal to like give it some time and pray about it to make sure that, you know, that wasn't just a, at that moment feeling. So nine months later, um, you know, I resigned and I worked out a great, you know, um, exit strategy with the director of human resources. And, you know, God put everything in place for me because, you know, you may know yourself, Jessica, that yeah. when you resign or quit a company, they say, hey, you're not getting severance, you're not getting unemployment, you're not getting anything because this was your choice. But I had great performance appraisals and I said, this is what I want you to do for me. 
And it took them about two weeks to come back and say, okay, so I was one of the blessed people that God made a way for me. He gave me six months severance, 13 weeks unemployment. I got to keep my medical insurance for three extra months. And that was just stuff that was unheard of. And it also reaffirmed that God was already helping me make the transition. So um, when I decided, you know, I took a couple of months off to figure out what did I want to do with myself when I grow up. And I remember my dad coming to me and he said, Cynthia, he said, you need to get your real estate license. And I'm like, well, why do you say that? And I don't know if anybody remembers this because I might be the oldest one um, that does remember it. But, you know, back in the day, you know, I went to the grocery store every Thursday, bought groceries. Every time I was up at the checkout, um, I would always look at the magazines and they used to have houseplant magazines. And it was always the Donald, the Donald Gardner houseplant books. And they were like five or six dollars. And every week I would pick up one and take it home. And I could get in the car with my husband and I said, oh, that's the Donald Gardner house plan. That's this house plan. The master's on this side. And I would like say, and I would, t- you know, I had like a big basket in my den and it was just all house plan books. And my dad said, you love houses and you love people. It just seems to be a natural match. And I'm like, oh, okay. And so I went to real estate school, got my license. And that's kind of how I fell into the real estate industry. Oh my goodness. What a story. And you know what I like to think of this, Cynthia? It's like, it's like that sunshine in the challenge. You know, we go through life challenges and, and really we just have to remember that honestly, God is on our side. I mean, look Every at your day. story. Oh my yeah, gosh. Every day. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm a, I'm a Christian. I'm very spiritual. I will tell you, and we were talking about positive things that you yeah. know, we want people to focus on, but just because you're a Christian doesn't mean that life is always perfect. I mean, we have our challenges, we have our stresses, but if you refocus your mind mm. and focus on the end result everything seems to work out and i'd love to you know kind of dive into more of that discussion yes you you picked it up right where i was heading let's just talk a little bit more about what that looks like if you can kind of lay some of those types of strategies out for us or just what that really looks like for you and how you would recommend you know the ladies that we're speaking with today and that are hearing your story how they can do that in their own lives and in their business Okay. Um, the first thing I want to say is, you know, regardless of what your belief system is, I feel like that what I'm going to you know, go through as far as the list is going to help you regardless of what your belief system is. So I don't want you to shut down and say, oh, this is all about, you know, her being a Christian and it only works for Christians. I think that everything is about a state of mind. And if you really focus on what your state of mind is, that is going to determine your outcome. If you're negative all the time, it's just not going to work. If you're positive all the time, then it probably is going to work. So um, some of the advice I can give you is, you know, I, I have agents and you've probably seen it in the real estate industry. It's not a secret that everybody thinks that if you're in real estate, you unlock a door, you get rich. Right. And you have to understand that real estate is hard. It's not easy. It's hard. We have very few clients that buy the first house they see, but it's a hard industry, especially this year. It's a crazy year, as you you well know. But um, but I think that if you focus on a couple of things, for one, don't panic. Mm. You can't panic. You have to keep yourself grounded. You have to stay calm. If you don't panic 
and get yourself upset, then you're not going to get your clients upset. Because one thing I've learned in my career is our clients look at us. And if we're upset and emotional, that makes them upset and emotional, even if they're not that type of a person. So be calm. You know, don't always think that you have to react to everything immediately. Sometimes it's just like being in marriage or any other relationship. Sometimes you need to step away from the situation and refocus. And then the next day you come back and say, you know, yesterday I wasn't upset about this, but today I've kind of figured out this is what we need to do. Um, you know, when I, I was married for over 25 years and I went through a divorce, which, you know, I don't recommend, but it did happen. And um, the reason why I bring it up is because, you know, that was in 2008. I changed companies from going, I started out at Caldwell Banker and I changed companies to go to Keller Williams. I was going through a divorce and the market crashed. So that was three major things that all happened at once. Cause you know that saying they come in threes. I don't even know mm -hmm. if that's true, but that definitely <laughs> came in threes. Yes. Um, and I remember going home and crying and thinking, I'm not gonna make it, you know, because I just had too much going on and I didn't feel like I was gonna make it. But, um, you know, I read a book by Gary Keller and it was called The One Thing. And I honestly didn't read the whole book because I didn't really feel like I needed to because the first couple of pages gave me the magic potion. And to me, the magic potion was work. Wow. And you wow. know, when I prayed about it, I felt like God was saying, Cynthia, that's all you need to do. Keep your head down, stay focused and work. Work takes care of a lot of your problems. I mean, you know, money's not everything and we don't, you know, I don't run my business based on how much money we're going to make because I actually run it based on helping people, but we all need to make a living. And um, if you work, then you're too busy to feel sorry for yourself. And if you work, you're making money and you're paying your bills and we all, you know, feel a lot less stressed if our, you know, finances are in place and our bills are paid. And if you work, you're out with people. And sometimes that's the best medicine is meeting new people, whether it's buyers, sellers, or going to lunch with other agents. Um, you know, it just keeps you from, it keeps you focused. So I would highly recommend, especially in the market that we're in right now, is don't listen so much to the background noise, just work. Um, yeah. You know, don't compare yourself with anybody. I think that, um, you know, I see this, way too many times I've been caught up in it and I'm sure you have too. Oh, you get absolutely. on Instagram, you get on Facebook, everybody looks like they have a marvelous life. Oh, They're I'm trying to tell you. like crazy. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, I'm <laughs> in this luxury home and isn't this fantastic? This is a great thing. And you know, you start thinking, oh my God, they're doing way better than I'm doing and what am I doing wrong? And then when you be smart about it and you you know look up what they're doing on mls it's like oh wait a minute that doesn't match what they're saying what on social media so <laughs> stop comparing yourself you know you're you're a unique person i'm a unique person you know what my goals are are different from what your goals are so determine what is your goal you know i have to have that conversation with every agent that i bring into my company what is your goal i'll have some people say i want to do this full time and i want to be i want to be a you know really hot selling agent and i want to make money and i want to help people and then i have some people say you know hey i'm raising my children my husband travels a lot with his job i want to sell you know 
maybe one house a month, maybe six houses a year. So everybody has a different goal. So when you get on social media, try to tell yourself it's fake. Right. Just about everything you see is fake. So don't even take it serious. It's about like watching a TV show. You know, you can't compare yourself with you somebody else. Because as soon as you start comparing, you start saying, I'm a failure. I'm not good enough. Mm. You know, I've had so many people say, Cynthia, oh my gosh, you're incredible. Look at what you're doing. And I even have my times when I, in my head, I'm like, well, I'm not that great. I'm just kind of average. I don't really see why they say this because I know who I am. And to me, I'm just average, which, you know, I hate to say it, but we all know our personality. And my personality is I don't try to compare myself anymore. I am very thankful for everything I get. And that's another thing is be thankful. Mm. Be thankful. Be thankful. Be, focus on everything that you can be thankful about, whether it's, hey, I, you know, I was telling my daughter when she was here this morning, I said, Megan, I said, well, she was, she was saying, you know, I'm so excited. This is one of my friends and they just called me last night and came out of nowhere. They want to list their house and they want to buy this house. And I, I'm so excited, mom, because I was so worried yesterday. I didn't have anything, meaning any, yes. anybody to work with. And I said, Megan, I've spent my whole career, and I put my hand on the Bible. Yeah. I, I get up every day and say, God, send me somebody to help. Yeah. And Jessica, they just show up. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, oh, I, I don't even really know. I think you know. Mm-hmm. I think you need to listen to your instincts, and yes. you know, giving back to God is you ask God for what you need, and He just. Supply. He just supplies. Gives it to you fast, and sometimes it gives it to you slow. But you know, how do you feel about that? You know, every time I think about everything I've needed, even just in what I do now, just working with realtors and and brokers, and just any woman that's in real estate, I I can't tell you how many times I've asked God for all the the what I what I needed, even just building my team, or even those just helping me out as I go along. And I couldn't do it without him. There's so many times that he's just placed people in my path and it just happens so quickly, you know? And then there's times like what you just shared where he, he might not give them to you right away, but they're coming. And that's why you have to have that right mindset, that positive mindset. Like you said, just listen to your instincts and asking them for what you need. So I'm so glad you shared that. That's actually on one of the previous episodes about, you know, just figuring out within your goals, what do you actually need? And when you figure that out, you can start asking him and he'll give it to you. That's so exactly. And that's what's so important is when you compare yourself to somebody that works full time and their goals to sell 20 million a year. Right. But your goals only to, you know, your goal is to raise your children, have extra income by being, you know, a real estate agent and sell, you know, two houses a quarter. What is wrong with that goal? You're achieving your goal. Wow. So don't compare yourself to anybody that has a different goal because we don't know their situation and they don't know ours. Right. You know? Oh, man. That's so good, Cynthia, because so many times I have spoken with my realtors and they'll tell me, well, you know, I'm not quite sure how I'm doing my business or I'm not quite where I want to be. I don't feel like my knowledge is where it needs to be. But a lot of times that comes from comparing ourselves to where others are in their business and thinking that they're in a much, you know, 
much more successful place than they might be. But that may not always be the case. And really, your goal is your goal. Your journey is your journey. And that's what it's all about. So that's huge. Yeah. Um, You know, talking about that, I do want to say this. Um, you know, being in real estate, I've changed companies several times. Obviously, I, you know, and, and I think we spoke about why I ended up starting my company because actually, this is not this is not um, a joke. It's true. God told me to. Yeah. And um, you know, I started out with you know some big box companies, a couple I mentioned, and you know, I spent my time there, and then I transitioned to some other companies and. You know, I felt like I was looking for something and I just wasn't finding it where I was. And trust me, I, I'm not a like company hopper. You know, yeah. I've always been extremely loyal to wherever I was at. And, yeah. um, you know, until something changed and I felt like, you know, hey, I feel like I need to make another move. Um, because I feel like the more you move, the, mo- the more you lose the gumption of doing real estate. You know, you're just defeating yourself. So moving and changing companies doesn't always help you. Sometimes it sounds good, but it doesn't really help you, you know, financially and getting your business back on track. But um, the one thing that I want to point out, and I know this from experience, and I, I tell my agents when they come, you know, if you ever feel like that you need to leave for whatever reason, I'm okay with it. Because I feel like we all have things that are for a time and a place. But the thing that I always want people to understand is if you didn't produce there or it or the company that you were at didn't meet your expectations, then a couple of things caused that you had unrealistic expectations Mm. or, you know, some of the things I've seen is, you know, agents didn't sell very much. So they blame that on the company and then they think, well, if I go to a new company, I'm going to have a fresh start somewhere else and then something magical is going to happen. And maybe it will. Maybe they're in a more productive environment that brings out the best in them. Or maybe they get there and they have the same results that they had everywhere else. So, right. you know, um, the reason why I say that is because you've got to know who you are. Mm. So when you go out and you start interviewing companies and companies are interviewing you, but you're interviewing companies, it's not just about, Hey, will you hire me? Because it's a two way street, you know, right. Ask really good questions. Make sure that they fit the kind of like, you know, mindset that you do. They have the same philosophies that you do. Um, and if they don't, that's, that's not the right fit. And that's kind of what happened with me is, you know, I, moved to Charleston. I'm born and raised in South Carolina and I moved to Charleston eight years ago. And when I lived back home, you know, I loved where I was at. I actually stayed at Keller Williams eight years until I got to the end of that journey. But, um, when I came to Charleston, it was completely different. The market was different. The philosophy of the way the agents worked together was different. And it, it was, it was not what I was used to. So after like, you know, moving to different companies, I, you know, I just got to the point and I'm, I'm older, as you can see. And I just stood in the kitchen one day and I just had a very tearful moment. And I said, God, I can't do this. I just can't do this. Yeah. I don't know what to do at my age. All I know is real estate. All I'm passionate about is real estate. Tell me what to do because I'm fixing to have to get out of this. Yeah. And I heard this really loud voice and this is another like, you know, like tingling moment. Yeah. God said, do it yourself. Mm. 
And I was like, wow, okay. Yeah. You know, I always, I think, you know, if you know who you are and if you yeah. really are smart, and I think everybody is, I think that sometimes we deny what we hear because we don't want to hear it. But if you really know yourself, you yeah. know what God's telling you to do. Oh, you do. Yes. You know, just like, just like with me, when I lived back home, one of my brokers came to me and she's like, Cynthia, you should start a team and you, you know, you could have all these agents working under you in a team. And I kept thinking, no, because I want to be responsible for everybody making money and that's too much stress. But in my heart, my heart was saying, well, you're not going to live here. You're moving. (laughs) If you start this, you're never going to be able to move. So I think there's a time and a place for everything. But if you kind of know who you are and you kind of know what your journey is, and my journey was I was moving. Right. Then when you make that transition, then you know, okay, I've, I've moved. You know, I've, got, I've told God I was moving. God's approved that I was moving. And now I've moved. Now what's next? And then when he said, do it yourself, you know, that was like, okay, you know, I got to step out on faith again, you know, because, you know, when you're in real estate, when you move, especially markets, because the market that I was in is a different MLS than the market I'm I'm in now. I mean, I went from making over six figures to making zero. Right, right. And it was hard. I mean, for about five years, I mean, it was hard. I really, really did a lot of praying. I'm a big prayer anyway. But I really did a lot of praying. And if it wasn't for my faith in God and my faith in me working, I definitely wouldn't be where I am now. So, you know, I just want to take it back to know who you are and have patience. Things don't happen overnight. Yeah. Just like I was telling my daughter, this is a crazy market. And, you know, I said, Megan, you got into real estate January 2021 after we came out of COVID. And now everything's crazy. We've got too many buyers and not enough inventory. You're going to have to have patience. Yeah. You don't expect instant gratification because nothing in life worth having is instant gratification. It sure isn't. Oh, it sure isn't in here. I mean to tell you, I I can't agree with you more. I mean, there's so many times that I can think of even in my own life where I said, okay, I just need to wait on God. Just let him lead me where I'm going and really just believe in who I am. And when you really know who you are, like you said, Cynthia, when you hear it, when you hear that call, you'll know because it'll be so so loud. You can't deny it. Can't deny it. Yeah. I mean, and I try, I have a son, Brad, he's a team leader and he has a group of agents that work under him. And then Megan, you know, she's an individual agent. She's actually my operations manager as well. But, um, and I try to tell, I'm trying to educate them on being smarter than me, which they already are. I'm not going to lie. But, um, but, you know, I was telling Megan today, I said, you know, I feel like God talks to me. I said, but I didn't know that until I was in my forties. And she's like, well, why did it take you so long to figure it out? I said, well, I guess when you get a certain age, you just start noticing things and you're more wiser. So for anybody that's under 40, let me tell you the secret, okay? (laughs) So the secret is, is if it's something that you're thinking about yourself, then that's you. Like, hey, I got to go get groceries after work. I got to go do this. That's you putting those thoughts in your head. But if you're sitting there and you're just randomly working and this thing comes into your head out of the blue, it's like, where did that come from? Why do you even think about that? I think that's God. Yeah. So hopefully all those are good thoughts, you know? 
Right. Oh, they definitely are. They definitely are. And it's it's so it's so funny that you mentioned that, like when you know when it's you and when you know that it's God. Uh, you yeah. know, because sometimes it's like we have to get in that quiet place so that we can actually hear from him. And that way mm-hmm. you'll have this, this, I don't know, it's like an awakening. That's the way I like to see it. You know, it's just a beautiful thing. I'm so glad you shared that, especially with your daughter. I mean, like, I can't imagine, you know, starting out and just not having someone and just the fact that she has you and all the experience and wealth of knowledge you have and just even in your faith, because just just in our day to day, like you share, it's very challenging right now. It really, really is. So I really yeah. just 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 commend you. And if we can just do a, a recap and then if you can also share how everyone, if anyone needs to get in contact with you or they'd like to just learn more or just touch bases with you, if you'd like to share how that can happen. But real quick, we talked about being calm. We talked about comparing yourself. We're not going to be doing that. Y'all heard what she said though. And then also being thankful and listening to yourself, just listening, you know, cutting out all the noise. And also just make sure you have those realistic expectations, right? And then also again, knowing who you are and being patient. All those things just coupled together are really gonna be advantageous and bring that sunshine and the challenges that many of us may be facing right now. So if you wanna go ahead and just wrap us up, Cynthia, just tell us how they can get in touch with you or how, how, you know, anyone, if they're wanting to kind of hear more or just get in touch with you, go right ahead. Yes, of course. Um, You know, and like Jessica said, I think the things that we talked about today are extremely important. But the one last thing I want to say is don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to ask for help because in challenging markets or any market, if there's something that you need help with, find someone to help you. You know, back when I was coming up through the ranks of real estate, I always went straight to my broker because the broker was the broker. They had all the answers. They would help, like I said in the beginning, keep me out of jail. Um, So if there's any questions about how do I do this, what should I do, go to your broker. If it's something about, hey, I'm I'm too much into my head and I'm stressed out, you know, find a prayer partner, find a friend, um, somebody that's your encourager. You know, I have a best friend, her name's Melissa. And when I get into my head, I love the fact that she makes me snap out of it. I mean, she tells the truth, like, girl, what are you talking about? You know, you don't want people that are just going to be like, yes, yes, yes. You want people that really bring you back to reality. So, you know, ask for help, no matter what what it is. Don't be afraid to ask for help because we can't do everything by ourselves. We're not wonder women. We want to be and we think like we are wonder women, but we need help sometime too. Um, but if anybody wants to get in touch with me, you can always email me at Cynthia, C-Y-N-T-H-I-A, at Lifestyle Real Estate SC, SC for South Carolina.com. Um, that's my direct email. Um, you can follow me on social media under Cynthia Williams. We're on Facebook, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, um, you know, YouTube, some of the other channels, or you can uh, call me direct if you want to have a conversation, 843-860-9998, and I would love to help anybody I can. Awesome, awesome. Well, this has just been a joy, a pleasure, and an honor, Cynthia. 
I just can't thank you enough. I mean, it's just such an honor. I can't wait to hear the feedback from our listeners. And definitely, if there's those that need that help, please hear her. Please hear her. If you need the help, definitely reach out. And I'm just a firm believer that you can't do anything alone. You just, and you shouldn't try. That's another thing. You really shouldn't. So, yes, Cynthia, you know, I will definitely continue to stay in touch with you. And I look forward to having another one of these episodes because I have another one that I want to contact you for and to share with everyone. So I'm super stoked about that. You guys, I just want to thank Yes. Thank you so much. And we will talk soon. It's been a joy. Bye-bye. Thanks for having me. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. All right, you guys, you know, I'm all about the challenge at the end of the episode. So the challenge for you today is to write down one thing that you're going to step out on faith on. You're also going to write down the date. As always, you know, it's important to do this so that when you look back over it, you'll see when you wrote it down and when it actually came true. All right, you guys, I want you to stay blessed until next time. We'd like to thank you for joining us on The Real Estate Ladies Show. We'd love to hear from you. Ask questions and tell us what you liked or would like to know and what you took away from the show that truly helped you. Send your comments and feedback to podcast at therealestateladies.net and input the name of the show in your subject line or visit us online at therealestateladies.net. We can't wait to see you back for the next episode. Until then, remember, sharing is caring, and we genuinely care about you and your success in the real estate business.